Hi, this is Anas Heinrichsen from Blood Machines, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Guess who's back? It's definitely not Slim Shady. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Gabe. Tim is still on the phone, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Plug it in, my friend. Plug. He needs power. I need power really bad. We don't have any of that like old timey hamster wheel power for your phone game. <laughs> uh, the Sperminators is another one. Side note. <laughs> did you guys see the? I don't know why that brought that to that attention, but did you see the preview for the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, I think yeah, it looks the trailer's good. been out for a minute. That's still, I didn't know if anyone's seen it though. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm excited for it. Way oh, yeah, better. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm on. I'm Doyle. You're so out of. I'm Tim. I'm Mel. <laughs> she watched like part of it. She's like, I'm out. I only uh, watched like fair. six minutes. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I, watched uh, I watched the first twenty to thirty minutes twice. Speaking of watching the first 20 to 30 minutes twice, today we're talking about how I became a superhero. <laughs> so I had to uh, I had to search deep for a synopsis because there's not a Wikipedia page. So this says, Paris, 2020. Superheroes are perfectly assimilated within society and want to be famous at all costs. A drug that gives superpowers to, mo- to mere mortals is spreading all over town. Lieutenants Moreau and... Schultzman are investigating the case with support of two ex-superheroes, Monte Carlo and Callista. They'll do whatever it takes to dismantle the traffic. Monte Carlo. So first of all, this was recommended to us as a part of the Bright Universe. That's what it said on the Netflix. It is not. I think it is, actually. How? I also could not find anything to support that. I'm pretty positive that the white girl that's like elfish is the elf girl in the bright universe she is a regular ass cop that's literally what i heard on their shit it's not like from me yeah that's i'm just saying like i could not find anything to support that claim either if they are doing that they are not doing a very good job (laughs) so it's it was scored very high with the critics 80 percent okay uh and it's got a solid 39 percent audience score that's so that seems really low to me. All right, I better turn that down before it's just like stone cold busting in every thirty seconds <laughs> on the episode. So I thought it was a cute movie. Like I, it's not. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world. It's and funny. I, it's, it's funny. It definitely has some good jokes. And in it, it. it it has a cool. I like the ending. It, <laughs> Sorry. It was a. <laughs> if Tim was there, he'd be dead. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're dying. <laughs> Here lies Tim Husky <laughs> and Michael Kirk. <laughs> Sorry, if you die, we're keeping Michael Kirk's name on it. <laughs> no, it'll be both of them. They'll both. Tim didn't like midgets, as far as I know. They'll have, they'll have midget oh, God, orgies. Get more ruthless about the butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's, Jesus toil. it's even better now because you have two butts. It just happens, man. Bad. Those are big Bad sneezes. Yeah. So. So this movie, so it's weird. It's one of those movies that I don't 
hate it, but it feels like a movie that I've seen before. And I think it's just because it we have so many superhero movies from Marvel and DC and Valiant and all over the place that this just seems like a retread of some other superhero movie that I've already seen. Do you want to know which one? Yes. To the name, I can't. That's what it is. I can't remember the name of the movie. This but movie that's feels like exactly it's what it was. This movie feels like it's part of that universe. Yeah. Which one? The one with Jamie Fox. Where it's the same shit. Like people can take pills to become yeah. superheroes. Yeah. It's okay, almost so almost exactly this. the same thing. It it was weird, and a part of me wonders if the Jamie Fox one is like an adaptation of this. It caught me a little off guard that it was French until like I was thirty <laughs> seconds into it, and I was like, okay, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I was I I was I, I, we said this people. earlier. I put it on the TV and I was like, I don't fucking think this is the English. And the kids are all, "What are they speaking?" I was like, "I don't know. Let's wait a little bit." And I like they don't speak until like a minute into it. And right. I'm like, yeah, "This is right definitely here. not English." It's a French <laughs> version of Powers, which is what that movie is called. Powers. There but you according go. to this, it's more entertaining, which I disagree with because I thought it was kind of hard to watch the first part of the movie. I don't think it's. <laughs> For me, I don't think it's more or less entertaining. It's just kind of is. But you also have the, like, Powers has Jamie Foxx in it, has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. I mean, it's got some star power behind it. I wonder if this is the same way, though. That movie was awful. Um, I'm never not going to comment on it. It was so bad. What movie? In Powers, his accent. Oh. Oh, yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt doing a Boston accent. Boston? I don't know. He's a, he's a, he's a Levitt. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm looking the the movie up. Powers? No, the other one. How, How I became, I became a Simpson. It's hard to find anything about it on the internet. It's very hard. When you said what you said about it, I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be cool. There's going to be shit all over it. And then I was like, this, that's, what I that's why in the chat I was like, are you talking about this fucking French film? That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what it said, I thought. It Maybe could, I'm wrong, but I, I thought they did. I didn't see it. I don't know if you're wrong or not. I'm not going to lay that claim, but I was like, I don't know. That Maybe she's just in shit. the Bright movie, and then okay. now she's in this movie, too. So, so this is kind of what I was curious about. So the guy that plays the lead act, the lead character in this has been in like dozens and dozens of like bigger budget French movies. Well, he an upgrade. So he's like he's like a French Jamie Foxx, like he's French star power. Does French. that make sense? Yeah, I bet I bet the female lead female is too. Oh, I'm sure. Also French. 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 We build uh, in, very nice towers. In general, though, like this movie is just kind of big ass yeah. statues. It was cute. I didn't think I was going to get into it. It had some. It had some pretty cool special effects. Uh, you know, some of the things look cool, and it just ended up being cute at the end. I liked know? the the whole glow sticks being different colors to indicate different powers. Right. That was pretty fun. The special effects in it, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. I liked the way his like gravitational power looked, like especially when he put things down, like the scene where he gets shot and he like lowers the back end of the car. Yeah, that was cool as hell, dude. <laughs> they're like, all, "What's going on?" They're like, "He's going on. He's causing this." I don't know. In 
it wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't a great movie either. But I feel, I think I felt the same way about Powers. Is it was just kind of like a that was cool, but we see this all the time now. And it's on. It was on Netflix. You said, yeah, yeah. okay. Because I was gonna say, I well, didn't. That, I never heard anything about. I this felt movie. what I watched of this movie was better than Powers. Only in that Powers have this like lead up hook that they were trying to bury as like a twist or a turn that wasn't ever a twist or a turn. Right. Like I, from the beginning of the movie, they were trying to disguise the fact. That Jamie Foxx is going to be this badass power wielder. Like, you could tell they're trying to save it like a, this is a twist in the movie. And then it happens exactly where you think that it would happen. Exactly how you thought it would happen. And it's not a twist. I think this movie That was movie the only does, bad part about This powers. movie does the exact same thing, though. I didn't fully watch this movie, but it, that's it what I'm te- saying. It telegraphs the twist that he has superpowers it like, does put pretty it, much from the beginning. I was going to say it doesn't. But but you also learn that he has superpowers kind of more towards Fairly the middle. early. Yeah. yeah. And as opposed to, like, at the end when it's actually like, oh. We need it now, you know. Yeah, I, I I'm not. I do like that. <laughs> I do like that the way he first uses his powers is to inadvertently kill his hero. I thought that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty intense. <laughs> like, I, I I killed my partner. Yeah. Also, Battle Roy or Monte Carlo having Parkinson's. That was kind of a cool concept. Yeah, and then him kind of uh, uh, he couldn't like necessarily judge where he was going right. to stop and I thought that I thought that was interesting the, it, it has the I think maybe because it's a French film there probably wasn't a ton of money behind it I don't know it ended up on Netflix I don't know if you have to have a pretty big I mean, budget to end up was, on Netflix but it probably was a pretty big movie in France it, it could have been it could have been I, I don't know I don't know it just it seems I like that's the only gauge of whether a movie's good or not. But <laughs> well, it seems like it had a lot of aspirations, and maybe they didn't have enough money to kind of make it as big as I think it could have been. Um, but I, I have no idea, because Netflix doesn't release any of that shit. Powers so. is the same way, though. Like, it's not it's not like a huge I feel movie. Like, it's a pretty subtle superhero I feel movie. like that movie, to me, seems like they had too much money, and not they didn't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> so they just, like, hired Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you, you just know? have to know... I feel like you have to know your timing. Like, you take these movies back 15 years ago, I think they're much better movies. In the world of today, where we have Thanos fucking murdering everybody on planets, and, like, then you get, like, a small, I kind of got powers movie. Like, it just doesn't... It doesn't quite resonate the same way. Like, I I feel the same way. I feel like if I would have seen this movie before the Marvel Universe was, like, a big deal. Around the time of The Matrix, I would have been I like, probably this would have thought, shit. Yeah. So I think we shit on Scarlett Johansson a little too much earlier, but do you think that that's nah. why maybe Black Widow isn't as successful as it could have been? I know there was some... I know there was a lot of, like, fuck, we expected this movie, like, a year ago kind of feeling to it as well, but she's also not super-powered. Like, she's also not... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't, to she's, me, you have to tell. She's like Jeremy Renner. Like, I'm not really super excited about a Hawkeye show, but it's coming, and I'm sure we're going to watch it and talk about it. Here's my problem. Yeah, Hawkeye's a little different. All female spy movies are bad. Are bad. I, I've never seen one that I like. Isn't and, it like Femme Fatale maybe was decent. I hate that movie too. So is La Femme Nikita. So is... What's so, wrong with Samuel L. Jackson? That Red Sparrow movie was an awful 
so like, but it wasn't great either. Like I watched it too. So here's what I think the problem with female spy movies is, is that they're so focused on how do we make her seem dangerous and sexy and to the point yes. where they completely ignore the whole spy part where she has to be a super smart like agent of espionage at no point in any female spy movie do they like get down to it and do something really intelligent and like outwit somebody instead everything is just about them shooting while they're in a tight dress and that's not that doesn't make for a good spy movie. Right. You have to – what makes James Bond cool is that he's always a step ahead. You know, He's in the precarious spot, and he already has an escape plan. You just don't know what it is yet. Like though, for, Daniel Craig. Yeah. No oh, way. Yeah, I love Daniel Craig. I, I think that's my main – gets the shit kicked out of him a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Like, I think it makes him seem more human. relatable, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen Black Widow yet, but I'm pretty confident that this movie will have that same issue because of some of the stuff that I've heard people that aren't like just shitting on it because it's a female fronted Marvel movie, but like people that actually watch it as like a movie. I just think the character's not that exciting. It has nothing to do with female, it has nothing to do with. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. I just don't think that the Black Widow character is that exciting. I do. I love. I love her story in the comics. I, I don't I think just it don't... has been in the movies. Yes, that's so. To me, it's just about positioning. It's like they did the same thing with Captain Marvel's character is hugely interesting with huge amounts of cool backstory and lots of badass powers. But the way they positioned her in the universe when they randomly just gave her her own movie and we knew nothing about her and they didn't do any good job of making us interested you just you, even that wasn't that great of a movie and you have all the superpowers in the world that you could want yeah to. like i i think a lot of the time because because comic books are geared towards like a certain demographic that tends to skew male because comic books have traditionally skewed male that there's there's a difficulty with writing like nuanced female characters in their own film because they haven't devoted enough time to those characters in the other films already. I mean, what you said is like 100% on. You got Iron Man, you got full backstory movie. Thor, you got full backstory movie. Doctor Strange, full backstory movie. Spider-Man, they won't stop telling that motherfucker's <laughs> backstory. <laughs> and you get Scarlett Johansson's story. What's her sexy in a boxing ring beating up somebody? Yeah. While he's looking at her pictures in her underwear. That's how you get introduced to that character. So, yeah, I don't really give a fuck about that character. Like, right. she could have had her from the beginning. It could have been this badass agent of spy. Like, or, and even uh, Black yeah, Widow's she'll. not a, uh, uh, an introductory movie to Black Widow. It's already in the middle of everything we've seen an end to already. Yeah. And so it yeah. seemed, even if we were to have seen it in the time when it was supposed to come out last year, it seems disjointed because I've already seen place. the ending of this, the, this whole t story. And so it feels weird Unless to me. Unless you're bringing her back. Yeah. Which I heard there's an ending that does do that. I heard. I don't know if it's true. I don't know. It's It's just interesting to me that, like, for some reason when female spy movies get made, they never focus on the spy part. It's just, how sexy can we make her? How much stuff can she shoot? 
Like, and that's that doesn't make a good spy movie. Like, <laughs> that makes an action movie that you're trying to pretend like is a spy <laughs> movie. I don't know how many. Re- not even that good of action movie. Aside from James Bond, and there's probably like maybe one or two other ones. Are there any real like good spy men movies out there as well? Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Never heard of it. It's incredible. But I believe you. Gary Good. Yes, it's over the top in a different way, but the Kingsman series I think has been really funny. Fuck. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> you have that new—he's not a spy, but it's the feeling that show that's on Netflix with the black guy. It's an oh, show. Lupin. Lupin. It's not a spy movie. He's but a it, thief, but it but has, has that a same spy feel. feel to it. Yeah, and that's a great show. Those are great comics too. Yeah. Um, pretty much anything based on like the John Le Carre books. Or like the Bourne books, I was, I was, those are all. I was a fan spy. of Bourne. I was a fan of Sherlock Holmes. Now that I, I think about it, that's a detective. But yeah, that works. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I was a fan of Bourne it feels very spy y to me. But like, yeah, there's there's a ton of great. Somebody just said those, right? Yeah, Bourne. Yeah, yeah. Bourne to me got silly on the third one. It's like. Just kill them all, Born. Like, you know. <laughs> he doesn't want to, bro. He wants to be out. He just wants to be left alone. Yeah, but once you murk my woman, it's, we're in a different spot. <laughs> murk my woman. So how I became a superhero. Take my badge and take my life. <laughs> I love you, too. Who was yelling? You're getting raped, Tim? <laughs> he, he's, he was getting yelled at, I think. <laughs> Somebody from behind just pounded Tim away. I'll call nine one one if I need to, bro. I don't know. I don't know your address, but I'll call nine one one. My friend, I see a dude. He's getting killed. He he lives in Elizabeth <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Where's he at? Call the post office. He's on my dinner table. <laughs> yeah. The post office will know. <laughs> The post office. Call the post office in Elizabeth. There's a post office general, I think. <laughs> He's... What if a postman died that way? We're not and the postman, about the movie at the all. The postmaster general came on TV and gave some like epic speech about how we're going after these motherfuckers. My like it was. Stands. Yeah. He's like. Nobody fucks with the post office. God, I wish that would Except happen. Except for other a post shotgun. office employees. A shotgun. I wish there were oh, post damn. office gang wars where, like... It's like, a, it's like that army from uh, The Postman with fucking Kevin Costner. You used to be famous. Nah, man, you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, that movie's incredible. It's so stupid and good. That movie's incredible, but unyielding. <laughs> like he just won't he just won't stop delivering the mail. <laughs> nah, he even delivers on Sundays. And the only part of it that ruins it, I think, is the end. It's like fifteen years later and the world's all better again. Yeah. <laughs> Flying cars and shit. It's like damn, we recovered fast. Once the mail got up and running, we got some shit together. That's <laughs> all you need is the mail, bro. Saw the post office saved this country from fascism, dog. It's true. When did that happen? This is real dark. In the postman. We didn't even have Kevin uh, Costner on the team. Yeah. I think he's talking about in the election. What people don't realize is Waterworld is actually a sequel to the postman. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner grew gills. Yeah, he's like, all right. I'm, gi- I'm giving it a 63. I'm giving it a 55. The half I watched is right around 65, probably. 
I couldn't hold my interest. Hey, Mel, how many? What do you give the six minutes you watched it? Like a percentage wise. Twelve minutes. The percentage. Give it a percentage. Because Tim didn't watch it at all, so I need a fourth vote. Uh, I abstain. <laughs> it was all right. It's hard to factor that. <laughs> Ooh. Dang, that's a <laughs> no takesy backsies. Six minutes. No, you watched a good hour and a half of it, or an hour of it. I mean, it's like, fuck, how long is it? It's like an hour and forty. It's straight up like an hour and forty long minute movie, which is too long, too long. So we gave it a sixty-three point two five. Where does that put it? That puts it at... Not in the top three. One, no. Okay. One, two, three. Not even close. Uh, four, fifth in line. Okay, I'm fine with that. That's comfortable. Fifth in line. I thought Mel was going to skew well, it up into like the top close, three. Cause <laughs> we close because I think we only have like six. We, no, we have... It's uh, seven, Hellboy, and then Wrath of Man. We ranked Hellboy as, at a 91%. Yeah, I give it a 95. That's higher than my I, yeah. What would you give Man Oh, hard two. We rated that a 73 and a half. I, I give that like a 40. <laughs> Buddy, like. That. Am I wrong? Can you could you have a more interesting premise where nothing happens in that show? No, like it's such a cool idea, and then it's so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did they do that? You know what it is? It's like not interesting. Lost. It's. <laughs> I believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I I got like twelve episodes into the first season. Was like I could. Care. Well, we gave it a seventy-three next. and a half. So. It deserves like about a twenty. Mm-hmm. I know, that's a, that's just me. Being <laughs> seventy. I, I do feel we were a little generous to it, but that's not too bad. I I think I genuinely would have given Manifest like no, a fifty. Mark, it, it, managed, it, it did well in other areas. It looked well. It was well filled. It looked well. Moderately well. It seemed like it had good intentions. <laughs> so <laughs> it looked like it didn't have COVID. Tim, did you bring up? Just since I'm finally here for this now, Tim, did you bring up that Hellboy has the only cool Nazi ever in it? Yes, he okay, did. Okay, just making he did. sure. Yes, I did. Has there ever been? Uh, has there ever been a comic book adaptation? Then we had to, we had to turn around and say we don't uh, support no, we Nazis. Nazis. Fuck Nazis. But there's that, that other one, one guy that's cool, cool too, actually. Fuck He's like clockwork Nazi knife, dude. That one, that one's cool. I heard that maybe he didn't he want to be a Nazi. Anyway. There was Edward Norton is like. <sighs> He's cool, but like uh, after he's been a Nazi, he's like cool. Who's that? Once he's reformed, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that movie yeah. Is not that's a hard movie to watch. I love man. that movie, it, man. It, but I, but it's only one of those movies where I only want to watch it like once or twice in my whole life. I, I can watch appreciate it like once or twice a year. <laughs> I can appreciate how good it is, yeah. but then it's like, well, okay, that's enough. Like, all right, I've seen enough yeah. rape and teeth curbing <laughs> for to last me a lifetime. Like, it's fine. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like Schindler's List. Like, I don't need to watch Schindler's List ever again. I'm sure I will, but yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of movies. Passion of Christ is rough. Dream. Like I don't need to watch that ever again. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've Passion of Christ my head about three times. Now. Passion of the Christ watches beat the shit out of Jesus for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, like 
I like I like the movie I don't need to see again. There was a <laughs> there was a magazine I used to really be into. I think it's still around called Rue Morgue. And the review that they did of Passion of the Christ called it Jesus Christ Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is about Dude. the most accurate fucking statement. So ever. I worked I worked at Flatiron Church at the time and I remember we got some like special yeah. broadcast to it. We went where like Fucking Mel Gibson himself comes out at the beginning and like talks about it and then walks. I don't think he stayed. Probably walked off to like another screening of right. it. Right. Yeah, probably like across the, town. I think all the churches got to like screen it like a month early or something. I remember three quarters of the way through this movie, I turned to like our our lead teaching pastor and I was like, they just won't stop beating the fuck out of Jesus. <laughs> he was like, shit. Was like, it's true, man. They're so uh, mean to Jesus. He's like, this is probably how it happened. I was like, I get it. Damn. <laughs> Weird choice. Gabe. I just love that it's a horror movie about Jesus. Let's, like, it's a straight up gore movie about Jesus. Let's take us out of this one and talk about live stuff in the live episode. Hey, thanks everybody for listening boom, to this boom, episode. I'm sure you're tired. Where we definitely don't stuff really care live. that much about this movie because we talked about literally anything else. Be sure to check us out at TOTL. You know what's crazy? The Count of Monte Cristo beat this movie out. <laughs> we did not like that. that movie. Says everything. <laughs> Be sure to find us at totlb.com. That's where right. you can find links to all of my our. my ball sack to watch that movie. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, that's where you can find all of our social media. Uh, go to patreon.com slash totlb. That's where you can support us and get some cool stuff out of it. And of course, give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a share, do all those things on your podcast. Or go to youtube.com slash thinking outside the no box. have no excuse. We're at 250 subscribers. It's pretty awesome. Click buttons, you pieces of shit. <laughs> well, they are. They, they have been. Yeah. <laughs> no, Next. only some of them have been. <laughs> Next time, I'll tell you a story about a guy named Michael Kirk who used to fuck midgets and now he's dead. Until next time, I've been Gabe. Used to. Oh, wait. You got to call us. 970-573-6148. That's a Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Juan. I'm Doyle. Tim. It's out of order. Bye. Uh, Can you imagine if he answered the hotline? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!